Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. That is Bonizi. And that is Fofo. Now before we begin, please do not forget to hit that subscribe button and click the notification bell because we always forget to tell you guys to do that for and us. And additionally, we also always forget to tell you guys that we're on Spotify. We see on a lot of the comments, are you on Spotify? Are you on Spotify? Yes, we are. Check it out behind relationship goals. And the topic for this podcast episode is traveling in the new normal and how to get over the cabin fever that all of us inevitably might have felt during this time. Yeah, and we'd like to thank our sponsor and of course our inspiration for this podcast because from November 9, 2020 to February 8, 2021, Sea Oil's Lifetime Free Gas Oh My Gas promo <laughs> will be back on its fourth run. And of course, it is your chance to win a lifetime supply of free gas. Let me repeat that, okay? Oh it my is not gas. a joke. It is not a mistake. It is a lifetime. Your whole life, you will receive a supply Ooh. of free gas. These are the important promo mechanics. For every 500 pesos worth of Sea Oil fuels and or lubricant products single or accumulated receipts get one coupon with promo code at any sea oil station nationwide how do they join fofo there are two ways that you can join the first one is submit a promo code at www.lifetimefreegas.com or you can text register at 2256699 to submit promo code via sms and now we move back to the actual podcast so like we said cabin fever before we proceed bones define it for me please okay so i was looking online and i found out that cabin fever refers to the cycle of negative and distressing emotions that we can all experience as a result of being isolated or feeling cut off from society at large and this is what happened during ecq like all of a sudden we all had to stay at home and sometimes some of us were alone like we didn't have family to stay with or others were just like oh my gosh this is not normal for me yeah i guess in layman's terms or the way i would try to define cabin fever is that feeling when you're stuck in one place mm -hmm. and literally you're it's like you're in a cabin you're boxed into one area and we're not used to that we're all social most of us are social people yeah. <laughs> May mga ibang anti-social pero most <laughs> of us are social people and when we're stuck in one place and restricted within our movement, we tend to be anxious, a bit antsy. We tend to develop these, uh, I guess, negative emotions, as you said. And that is what I would define as cabin fever. And I felt that through several times, uh, in, throughout several times in my life. And we're going to kind of deep dive into that this year because we're all in a very unique situation due to the pandemic. Did you feel cabin fever? Usually... I'm just at home. Like, that is my normal. Like, if I'm not working, I'm just chilling at home. It doesn't really matter to me. But to be honest, I did feel a little bit of FOMO. I'm not really one to go to parties anymore or hang out with people a lot. Usually, I invite people over. But I felt that because we were all, we were living with your brothers at that time. And it made me miss my own siblings like I would see my brother and my sister they were hanging out in their condo together so I think that was one thing that I really missed like I had a FOMO with them just to be clear is this FOMO because 
there was time that you could have spent with them, but the current situation just didn't allow for that. Yes, and it was also Victor's birthday month during March. Uh So we were all planning on like doing something with him or like going over to his place just to, you know, celebrate because we rarely see each other anymore. And it sucked that I couldn't see him and that I couldn't hang out with my siblings when I wanted to. When it comes to me feeling cabin fever, I don't think I felt it during quarantine because this is the, this was my way of thinking. Instead of thinking about what I couldn't do, I just focused on what I could do. All over the world, pretty much everybody was quarantined. Nobody was yeah. allowed to travel or the all the airlines were grounded. So it was pointless the way I thought about it. It was pointless to think about traveling when... It was an impossibility anyway. Yeah. So I just focused on, okay, what's everybody doing? Everybody is nationally mandated to stay in their homes. And how many times is a national mandate to be quarantined <laughs> ever going to happen in your lifetime? Bonizi, it might have, hopefully it just happens just now. Mm-hmm. But it is an experience that all of us are going through at the same time. And let's be honest, it's a... It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, be it negative or positive. So I might as well go through it with my mind as open as possible. It's easy to travel when the, when the normal situation comes back to us. Yeah. But to live through this crazy, unprecedented experience for me, I said, okay, let me take in all these feelings and how do I fit into this kind of normal? I think it was also because everything happened so suddenly. Like all of a sudden, okay, lockdown, like you can't go out of your house. And people are like, oh, well, what am I going to do with my life? What's going to happen with my normal routine? And it's such a shocking experience for somebody to go through. And I remember even a couple of days before the lockdown happened, we were still working, but we were also wondering, should we actually be going to work right now? Like I don't really know what is right from wrong at this point. Yeah, and I guess just to add to that, um, in regards to cabin fever, I did think about what it would feel like traveling again. But then again, I just didn't feel the need to go against the rules. Yeah. I didn't have that urge to say, no, I want to be uh, I want to be a rebel and just travel. So I did not have that urge. But because we were living with my brothers, I was living with you, I did see how cabin fever kind of crept into the, the different personalities yeah. in our household. So for Mikael and I, we didn't feel cabin fever as much. But since Mikael's siblings are more social people, they have more social gatherings, I think it took a heavier tall on them yeah and and they were all in different places in their lives and you have to respect that even for other people if you felt cabin fever that is okay it's normal um it's it's a reaction it's a physical and psychological reaction of our bodies to this completely uh completely new norm that we have but i think what's important is to note is what are the different ways that we saw our siblings cope with cabin fever. How did you cope with cabin fever? Mm -hmm. One of the ways that we coped with cabin fever is that we created a new routine in our home. So we weren't allowed to like go to the garden area as much, but there were restrictions. But we decided, okay, what are things that we would normally do outside of the home that we could possibly do inside? And the first thing was working out. So we decided, okay, every day we're going to make sure that we have some sort of workout routine because one, we need to stay healthy during this situation. And two, 
what else are we going to do? Like we had so much free time. There was no work whatsoever for a lot of us. And we had to fill up our day or else we would be staring at the ceiling all day long. I have one thing that really helped me cope with this cabin fever and beat it before it even affected me. Okay. As soon as quarantine started, I told myself, okay, let me kind of rewire my mindset right now. If I were in work, what were the things I wish I would be doing at home, but I couldn't do because I was at work. Mm. Does that make sense, Mons? Yes. So if I'm stuck in taping, what am I telling myself when I'm naiinip to go home? I'm telling myself, man, I wish I could go home and play more games. <gasps> or man, I wish I could go home and just sleep all day. Or man, you know what? I don't have access to really healthy food. I have to eat junk food and fast food from time to time. I wish I could just stay home so I could eat the best food and prepare the best food for my body. All of those things. Gaming, health, and sleep, and just lazing around. All those four things, I'm going to make the most out of that during this quarantine simply because there's nothing else for me to do. I'm forced to stay here. So what are the things I would have loved to do at home but always complained I, I always have to be out of the house. And you know what? It helped out so much, especially the sleep. Because before the lockdown, you were taping MWF and taping can get pretty heavy for us because you work excessive hours. But you finally got your rest. You finally got to sleep more than eight hours. But surprisingly enough, I was the one that didn't get enough sleep during the lockdown. Yeah, surprisingly, um, Bonizi was the one who had a harder time adjusting to the lockdown style. And that's surprising because the way her personality is and the way her habits and routines are, are set, pang you would eh. think na pang lockdown pang siya. Lockdown and then ako naman yung opposite. But for me, I was able to kind of rewire right away. And when I wanted to be lazy, I'd be like on the sofa for like two hours. Which is Just looking of. at the ceiling, chilling. Or when I want to play my games, I spend like three hours because hindi ako nasasayangan. I don't mm -mm. feel opportunity cost because there was nowhere else to be anyway. Exactly. So I guess that was how I was able to cope with uh, the possibility of cabin fever creeping up to myself. Well, you mentioned earlier that it, it was kind of weird that I wasn't the one that adjusted right away. But one thing that really helped me out is that I talked to you about how I felt. And I'm really lucky and you're really lucky that we have each other that we can talk to about certain feelings and emotions that we're going through. So I guess being open about how we really felt about the situation, about, you know, confrontations that we would even have inside the household, it helped blow off the steam that yeah. I had. Yeah. And I guess before we get to the next topic about this, uh, maybe we can lightly touch on how our siblings tried to deal with their own anxieties. So with me, my brothers, a lot of them have always had these plans to travel the world and live in different countries. And some of them were just about to do that palang. So I understand how they felt frustrated, sad, frustrated maybe signs of depression. Because all of a sudden, naudlot yung mga plano nila and they don't know how long it's going to be on hold. So for some of them, they really had to look for outlets. But let's be honest it's difficult for others to process these things. You really just had to give them time, talk through what they were feeling, and just let things play out because mm -hmm. the options are quite limited when you're suddenly feeling quite negative, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now let's get real, Fofo. 
we don't know how long this pandemic is going to last, diba? So we wait for the government, we wait on science to really dictate when is everything going to get better. Mm-hmm. All we can do is live in the moment that we have right now. But now that things are relaxing a little bit, we're in GCQ already, mm-hmm. travel is actually allowed. So I think there are changes in our lifestyle that we should be aware of and that we should adapt to. Yes. And one thing that I would like to actually tell all the viewers, travel is actually okay now. Yeah. There are just new ways of doing it. So the Philippines is slowly opening up, especially for domestic travel. You can actually freely go from city to city and province to province already, but it is important to be aware of the rules if you want to be able to maximize this new opportunity. Different provinces have different rules. Some will allow domestic tourists. Ibig sabihin, uh, if you're from the Philippines, then you can definitely go to this province. Some of them only allow residents of that city, and others will allow residents of that region only. And because travel rules have eased up a little bit, we thought that going on a road trip while following safety protocols were our best option. If you've been planning to take a drive, here is your chance to win a lifetime supply yeah. of free gas because Sea Oil's lifetime free gas oh my gas promo is back so there will be three grand winners of the lifetime free gas supply of sea oil fuel on the grand draw we will have one winner from luzon one winner from visayas and one winner from mindanao bonizi let's clear this up what does it mean when they say lifetime supply of gas well here's (laughs) what it is okay so lifetime supply of fuel means winners will receive 5,000 pesos worth of sea oil fuel per month during his or her actual lifespan so if you're alive you're gonna get 5,000 pesos of fuel a month so starting in the month when the winner was drawn you will start to get this supply the succeeding full year fuel supply will be given in January of each year. And of course, if you want to maximize that lifetime fuel supply or basically just maximize your fuel purchase from sea oil, what do they need, Bonizi? All they have to do is download the new Price Lock app. And since we're talking about asking everyone to travel, I think we should share our own current travel experiences because Bonizi and I have actually been taking weekly road trips. We've been taking road trips to my hometown, Subic, because... We are still a resident. We have a place there in Subic and we've been able to go back and forth to visit my Lola to check up on her because it's been a while since we've seen her and she's not getting any younger and I want to be able to see her as much as I can. And more importantly, Bonizi doesn't seem to want to mention it. We mentioned this in the previous podcast episode. We are looking at places in Subic because it is an option for us to move there. I'm so excited about that. Fofo is the most excited about it. I'm also excited, but there are a lot of options out there. I want to keep our options open. Okay, Bonizi, let us tell the viewers about our experiences traveling from when we first started taking these road trips and up to now. And what precautions do we take? Well, one, we definitely did our research. What were the things that were allowed or who was allowed to go into Subic during these times? So you definitely need to be a resident or you need to have certain documents to show that you live in Subic or that you're from Subic. So that was one thing that we made sure of whenever we travel. The second was, Shampre, we have to make sure that we are a full tank of gas when we travel, right? We can't have just half long because it is quite a long trip. So better 
better to like gas up just before we meet, leave Manila. Saktong sakto, Bonizier reminded me of this story. And buta na lang Sea Oil oh my gosh, is yes. our sponsor for this podcast because I think during the first two weeks of us taking weekly road trips from Manila to Subic, I think this was on our second road trip, we almost ran out of gas because hindi ko kabisado yung kotse. Nakalimutan ko na. So what happened was that we left Pasig and we had half a tank of gas. Was it half a, no, was it half a tank? Okay. So we left so we so we left Pasig and we still had half a tank of gas. And once we hit SC Tex for whatever reason, I think traffic sa Metro Manila when we hit SC Tex nag-ilaw na yung warning light ng yeah, gas tank. Yeah, we namin. were we and were kind of like, like oh my god. We were in Bataan at this point. Yeah. And we were freaking out because it was like ting ting and it was saying 20 kilometers left. And on the road sign, it would say 20 kilometers <laughs> left to get to Subic. So, sobrang sakto. I slowed down to a crawl. I wasn't... I was avoiding stepping on the gas. I was doing all the fuel-saving tactics I knew in my head. And it's a good reminder that Bonizi just said, before you go on a road trip, get yourself a full tank of gas. How was it when you drove the car for the first time? Like, you weren't going to the grocery. You were actually going to be on the highway. So how was that feeling of being on the, the long road? Oh, going on a road trip, super exciting. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I absolutely love driving. And for those who just like that sensation of going somewhere, that journey feeling, mm -hmm. you're going to get a kick out of taking a road trip, which is why I am heavily advising everyone who wants to go out and travel a bit. A road trip is the most accessible option for you. Of course, while following safety protocols as well. Okay, so let's move to the safety protocols. Bonizi already mentioned full tank of gas. You need mm -hmm. your documents. But for us, we had our face masks. We had our face, face shields. Shield. We had alcohol inside the car and inside our bags. And at the same time, wherever we would go, we would take note of all the safety protocols that would be there as well. Mm -hmm. We had to respect the safety protocols per area that we went to. So we brought extra clothes as well because... Of course, we'd be house hunting. It would be a sweaty day and we wanted to be fresh while going home from our road trip. So we also brought extra clothes just in case. And this was just our extra personal safety protocols. We would change a shirt before we would go home because, of course, it's unavoidable. You get to interact and you go to places where there are other people. So we just read that that was an extra safety protocol that you can add to your list. And my final tip, for all the would-be road trippers out there, magbaon kayo. I mean, <laughs> yes, magbaon kayo ng water. Make sure that you have water with you at all times because you know at this point in time it's kind of hard to get water just in random places. And then two, bring snacks with you. I cannot stress that enough. Like maybe bring a sandwich or even ulam with rice. You can also bring, but make sure you have something with you so that you don't have to, you know, stop over anywhere at a store and pick up different stuff. Yeah, as much as possible, even though you are taking a vacation, you still want to lessen the amount of interactions you have with people. So lessening the trips to the restaurant, to the fast food chains, I think it helps and I think it contributes to adding to the overall safety of everybody involved. The only place that you want to stop over is at a sea oil gas station. Mm-hmm. So since we're talking about road trips, I really want to talk about the past trips that we've had when it was our past normal, when we would go on random road trips just any time we wanted to. 
if you watch the vlogs on YouTube, you would have noticed that Bonizi and I have had some pretty epic road trips, mm-hmm. even here within the Philippines. We've had a couple of good ones outside, pero dito palang sa Pilipinas, I have some that are just so memorable. Bonizi, off the top of your head, what's your favorite road trip of ours here in the Philippines? When we randomly went to La Union. I was in Subic and you were in Manila. You took a road trip all the way to Subic to pick me up. And then we drove to La Union for the weekend. That was one of my favorite trips because it was so spontaneous. And you drove so far and you only rested a little bit. But I guess the feeling and the hype that you got from driving, you know, it didn't matter how long it took you to get from point A to point B. What was important was... You know, we were all going on this trip together. Yeah, there's a thrill to our spontaneity when we suddenly say, Bonizi, after this podcast, we're going to go to Subic. Parang biglang na excited ka because you're all of a sudden wondering, oh my God, what's going to happen? Because there are no plans. And for others, that may be stressful. But for me and Bonizi, we've done it enough times to be able to not think about the stress anymore and just be excited for it. One of the thought processes that Mikael and I have when we think about road trips, and this was before, you know, the new normal happened. At 9 p.m. maybe, or just like dinner time, we'd be talking about how we want to go to the beach or how we want to go to Subic or La Union. And then on the spot, we'd say, okay, we're going tomorrow. What time? It's either when we wake up. Tomorrow? No. We later. say we're going now. Later. No, of course we gotta rest first. So we're thinking, when I say tomorrow, it's like 3 a.m. That's what I mean. So that we can avoid traffic uh, in the towns that we go to. But definitely it's it's us just deciding on a whim that, okay, we don't have work. Let's go for it. For me, the most memorable road trip that I have here in the Philippines is one that we did during Holy Week. It was you, me, and Emilio. And we said, we're going to get in a car and drive north. That's it. No destination. Not not La Union, not Ilocos. We just said, we're going to drive north. And three hours into driving north, we said, okay, we're heading towards Pangasinan. That's what it says on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. And we ended up in... Alaminos Pangasinan and eventually Was it Alaminos? that area and then eventually we ended up in Barangay Tambobong yes we stopped in a hotel or a resort there got on a banka to Colibra Island oh and my for gosh. me that was the most epic road trip because it was so spontaneous we had no idea where we were going but fortunately yung endpoint namin which was Colibra Island was such an amazing island slash beach experience. I remember as soon as we got to Pangasinan, we were at probably taking a stop over for breakfast at this fast food chain. And I was literally searching for where we should go to next. All Mikael said was, search for a beach that we can go to here. And that's what we did. We looked on Google Maps. We looked at uh, travel blogs that we, we would We were read. asking around, especially when we got near Barangay Tambobong, we were asking, Sir, saan yung magandang beach dito? Yung magandang island, pang island hopping. And they would just point. And when they would point, we would drive. 
<laughs> and it was just so much fun. Pero may konting suerte rin yun. I have to admit, we were lucky that the island that we went to was really, really nice. Because if it wasn't, then it would kind of water down the experience just a bit. Not only that, we were also super lucky because the resort that we actually went to is kind of like a bed and breakfast. They were so nice at this resort and they even offered to cook us lunch that we could bring to the island. I love reminiscing all these road trips, Fofo. It makes me want to go on a road trip right now. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking <laughs> about it too. Um, the thing is, we do have plans to go to Subic tomorrow. So, what if we just do that now? Are we gonna Could leave, happen. We gonna You're watching in real time us <laughs> discussing about how a spontaneous road trip starts. Sometimes I feel like our road trips will either start with, okay, I want to go on a drive. Other times it'll be, oh, I really, I'm really craving for this food. Like I remember we took a road trip to Tagaytay because we wanted to eat like bulalo or something. You remember that? Yeah, and we've also done that to Subic because there's a ribs place. What's the name of this ribs place? Texas Joe's. Texas Joe's. And we were craving it. We had some friends who are in Subic and we said, why don't we just drive up there right now? Ako kasi nagkakrave ako ng go-to-gate. So mag-go-to-gate na tayo sa Olonga po. We'd also like to hear about your favorite road trip moments. Put it in the comment section or you could also email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com. Also, if you have any podcast requests, maybe there's a topic you want us to discuss, please send us your messages. And with that, we've talked about the current state of road tripping. We've talked about our most memorable road trips in the past. Bonizi, what are our future plans and dreams for road tripping? I would like to take a local road trip to Ilocos because I've only traveled there for work. And more, more often than not, when we, we travel there by land, I'm asleep because we travel at night. But I would really love to be able to travel there during the day because it's just so beautiful being able to pass by the provinces, being able to see, you know, the different towns or even just experience the different towns when everything is, you know, back to normal per se. So I would love to take a road trip to Ilocos. I'm going to one-up you, Bonizi. Really? Yeah. So it's a two-pronged road trip. The first one is that I don't want to take you to just Ilocos. I also want to take you to a lesser-known province called Abra. Oh, we've always wanted to go here. I went there for work and Bonizi stayed in La Union. But the drive going there and my experience in Abra was nothing short of beautiful. I got there during sunset and it was just such a beautiful drive. And it always reminds me of how beautiful and scenic it is driving around the Philippines. And with that, the second prong of my dream road trip is that I wish there was a road route going around Luzon. Similar to the NC500 that I think this is the one in Europe. So they built a highway that goes around the biggest island of Europe. And it would be so cool if we had a nice highway that goes all around Luzon. I would totally drive that. I would drive that with Bonizi. I would drive that with my siblings. And I would drive it again with my future family. 
It just sounds so much fun. Our future family. Our future family. Our. I'm so sorry. Who who else is going to be a part of this future family? You're Bones right. and Fofo. Okay, but Bonizi, <laughs> let me set the stage and how I dr- how I dream and imagine of this. We start in Manila, okay? Ooh. We take Enlex and we go up to Subic on the western Yay. side of Luzon, enjoy, maybe stay a night there, and then go up to La Union, have some surf and sand and some yummy seafood. Stay there for another night or two. Go up to Vegan some historical experiences and taking in some culture. And then you move up to Ilocos Norte. You have Pagudpud. Ooh, nice beach, big waves. If you want, you can go all the way up to the tip of Luzon and take a boat to Batanes. Stay in Batanes for a couple of days. Go back to the tip of Luzon and then make your way to the east side. And then down and then around and back to Manila with so many other stops on the east side of Luzon. But the thing is, I don't remember those or I don't memorize those because there's no road for me to get there. You know, Fofo, I love this idea so much. But I think we're going to have to tweak it a little because I need to give you a map as to going around because you kind of went like this, <laughs> going back and forth with your roads. And there is definitely an easier way on how we can do this road trip. Mamaya, we're going to look at a map. Don't I'm you just the driver. Bonizi is the navigator. Yes, I will navigate. The driver is the dreamer. Uh, you had me at Subic La Union. And then <laughs> you kind of went back and forth right gotcha. there. But it's okay. The important thing is Fofo has a plan for our future road trip. Okay, now we move on to our international road trip, our dream international road trip. I, for one, we've been on this road before. It's the one in Scotland. I think that is the NC500. Is it? Maybe, maybe. Well, we definitely want to take the other route because we went, I think, on the East Coast side, but we didn't get to take the West Coast uh, drive, right? It was something that was very scenic. We were kind of rushing to get from point A to point B at that time. So it was quite a quick drive, but very similar to how Mikael envisions our road trip here in the Philippines. It's definitely something I want to do in in England. Another international road trip which piques my interest would be Eastern Europe. So just that side of the world seems very interesting. It seems like you're going through so many different cultures just by driving. And I think they're all somewhat interconnected. So that is a road trip I would like to explore in the future. But you know what? To be honest with you, the most exciting one for me is the one here in the Philippines. I was going to ask you, okay, so what kind of car are you thinking of driving in this Eastern Europe road trip? I mean, I'm assuming that this is a trip you want to take before we have kids. Yeah, no, um... When it comes to the car, an SUV is always the best choice when it comes to extended road trips Okay. over days or maybe weeks. But like I said, just thinking about that Luzon road trip oh, yeah. all around, that's just so exciting for me. And if anybody has suggestions on how that to make that possible, then please leave it in the comment section. That would be so much fun. I think we can name this future travel Charva. The food trip, road trip. That would be so much fun. Trying all the different kinds of foods and just going on a road trip just to like try all the different kind of food. And vlogging the whole experience for Ooh. everybody to join us. You can also check out Mikael's YouTube channel because that is where we post all our travel vlogs when traveling 
was more accessible. <laughs> and with all this talking about road tripping and traveling and all our suggestions and advice when it comes to safety protocols that you can actually use. We mentioned earlier that we had three grand winners for Sea Oil's Lifetime Free Gas Oh My Gas promo. But there are also other prizes that you can win. There will be three winners ng ating three major consolation prizes and they will win one year free gas. So the grand winners get a lifetime supply of free gas. The three consolation winners get one year of free gas, which is still a lot of fuel. Yes. So the winners will receive 5,000 pesos worth of sea oil fuel for 12 months starting in the month when his or her name was drawn. We also have 120 minor consolation prizes and this involves 3,000 pesos worth of sea oil GCs or e-vouchers. Wow, that is over 2 million pesos worth of instant prizes from Sea Oil. Sea Oil, thank you so much. Oh, and additionally, you can already save when you join the Lifetime Free Gas promo because Sea Oil is part of Price Lock. You can secure your fuel purchase against price hikes by downloading this app. And as we discuss our spontaneous road trip plans, I think it's also quite important for us to share the Sea Oil branches where we load up, Onizi. What's yours? Well, we used to load up a lot in Del Monte, Quezon City, near your old house. Yeah, we used to do that, especially when I would visit my mom. And on our way back to Subic, I like having a full tank of gas mm -hmm. because I've learned from our past mistakes. So the Sea Oil branch on Edza southbound before the flyover of GMA, I load up there before eventually going home to Pasig. And before we sign off with the podcast, we are leaving the loaded question of the week ten, 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 for our viewers. Now for you guys, we answered this question earlier, but we want to hear it from you. Where would you like to travel or have a road trip in the Philippines? Leave it in the comments section because we would really love to see where you guys want to travel to. And hopefully, we could also travel there with you. Oh, yeah, we just might borrow your road trip ideas. And with <laughs> that, we hope you are inspired to take a road trip with sea oil and with your loved ones. But for now, we're going to sign off and maybe head to Subic already. Ooh, stay safe, everyone. This is Bones. I'm Fofo. And this is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Bye. Bye.